This is Near Dark Radio. 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 Let's wrap this Let's up. Let's wrap this up. We, we gotta started, get. We gotta push this we, content out. We gotta go. Um, we gotta go. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse. Like same old. Yeah. Uh, we are gonna talk. Try to talk about QAnon. Uh, just because. Johnny looked. It, it won't up. go away. <laughs> Johnny looked it up, but said he couldn't find much, and I didn't. And I don't know anything about it. But we're but we're still gonna talk about it. And I think I think I know enough. Yes. Like, which means I've, we don't know anything. We, I couldn't find anything like actually by the QAnon people because it was all blocked vote, then from they Google. Can't, they can't read and write. <laughs> they can't I think read that's and a write. Part of it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but first, let's talk about the um, the demise of our uh, childhood idol, a Lord and Savior, Marilyn Manson. <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, no, let's get right into it, because let me tell you, I listened to him on the way over here, because I had to just, like, get in the mood, and I, like, I forgot how absurd he is. Anyway, I mean... Shock rock, right? Yeah, shock, shock rock. Like sure. Alice Cooper on, on meth. Yeah, but, like, Alice Cooper is... To me, Alice Cooper is a lot more fun. Yeah, he's he's funny. Yeah, he's it's almost funny. like comedy. It's like yeah, but Marilyn Manson is more like he's fucking scary. Also, yeah, I mean, okay, all of this coming out is clearly not shocking to anyone. Like no. he's the most. So what's the coming most- out is how many women now? Several. Like fifteen, yeah, I mean, maybe up to fifteen, have come out with horrific stories about the abuse that he's inflicted upon them. Emotionally, but physically and psychologically as well. well is there a difference and between emotional and financially? Yeah. Ooh. What? I, I didn't hear about how, that. Yeah. Yeah. Several of Did them he have slap said- him with money. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bitch. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's the thing. I'm like, he's super wealthy, right? So, so was he? Uh, they don't really. Nobody has really gotten into that yet. So I'm like, well, was he? Was he like? Uh, like a bank for some people and like withholding uh, funds. Yeah, like, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. for some people, was he like, he like made them dependent people? on him. Maybe. And then, yeah. And then was like, I'm not going to pay you if you don't let me chain you up and rape you. Rape you? Yeah. Cause he did that to several women. Yeah. Well, it's allegedly, kind of- I will say allegedly, we, so we have to be responsible public speakers. Do we? No, because let me tell you, <laughs> when have I ever been no, we to don't. be a responsible public speaker? <laughs> okay, let me, okay, if I can, let me just start with this. I would like to read the lyrics, uh, uh, a dramatic reading, if you will, of, um, hold on, I... Okay, this is what I listened to on the way over here because I was like, I think I remember this song that like basically states that like he rapes people. <laughs> um, and it is called This Is The New Shit. Oh. And <clears throat> the lyrics are, um, I'm just going to read the chorus to you. Yeah. Um, it goes. The, the most important part. Yeah. Babble, babble, bitch, bitch, rebel, rebel, party, party. Sex, 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 
And don't forget the violence. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Got your lovey-dovey sad and lonely. Stick your stupid slogan in. Everybody mm. sing along. And then it just does that a few times. Everybody um, sing along. Yeah, but I think like the sex, 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 and don't forget the violence part. I mean, I think we can all agree that like nobody. Lays it out there. Yeah, I don't, I never really thought he was like a stand-up dude. <laughs> you know, I never, like ever in my, I mean, anytime I ever listened to him, I was never like, this guy, he makes me feel safe. No. You know, like no. it was generally like. His whole aesthetic was to scare the shit out of you. Yeah. And I read some Rolling Stone interviews where he basically admits to being a rapist, drug addict, like obviously yeah. very tormented soul. Years ago. Years ago. Oh, years ago. He was ago. saying this. Yeah. yeah. And and still, even to this day, like yeah. the, the person that wrote this Rolling Stone article basically said, like, once you call this motherfucker, you can't even get him off the phone. He said he just like talks and talks and talks, m just mindless, insane bullshit. And it's so he's a gabber. Yeah, he's a gabber. That's gross. Well, and it's probably due to the cocaine use and, uh -huh. you know. Well, yeah, like Trent, like I was saying earlier, Trent Reznor came out uh, today, I think, and said, yeah, he's a monster. I cut ties with him 25 years ago for that very reason. Right. But in, in I think in 1998, Manson included in his autobiography a little, little story about him and Trent Reznor raping a woman or sexually assaulting her and then Reznor signing him to his label. And Reznor denied it then and reminded people, I think today, like, also, that, that was fake. Never did that. But Manson was openly admitting in his autobiography that him and Trent Reznor raped that someone. That he raped someone. And then it was just like a fun story in his autobiography. Yeah. So, how is it that, and I mean, I. Well, I guess I don't think anyone's surprised. No. But no. like, I know that a lot of his fans are like, I, I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but I've read that people are obviously coming out and doing the whole like victim blaming thing and, and all of that and yeah. saying, oh, it's not true, you know, or, or they asked for it, which is like, <sighs> yeah, I, I don't know. But the whole thing is that, I mean, obviously Hollywood has put in place these ways to protect superstars. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's what's surprising to me is, or not surprising anymore, but that he was able to come out and admit that he does this. And literally, I mean, it was part Since of like his aesthetic. Since 1998, he's yeah. been admitting these things. And it was right. part of and his aesthetic. Part, right. Like, and people just, no. We're we're we we're having him on this TV show. We're um, right giving him this record deal, and it's all you know. It's all going to be fine. And then suddenly they all drop him when all the victims actually come out and say, right. "Hey, he did rape me." Right. Like actually, it's it's not just a show. Like, yeah. He actually is a rapist, and he is this really scary person. Which these people knew. Right. But I'm talking about the. I'm not talking about the the victims. I'm talking about the record executives and the uh, guys over at. The Voice. Was he on The Voice? No. He wasn't on Marilyn The Voice. Marilyn Manson? No. Yeah, maybe so. With, um, like with Christina Aguilera and Adam Levine from Maroon 5. Yeah, I think I do remember seeing him up but there. But he was on one of those gay shows, though. Right? Like one of the panel things where maybe? he's a judge of I people's so. character. <laughs> I 
Don't remember that, but I definitely, anyway. if he is, I'm looking it up and we're going to watch it right after this <laughs> before we go to the depot. Um, anyway, so yeah, um, I just remember as a teenager, uh, the actress Evan, Evan Rachel Wood, who is on mm-hmm. Westworld now, and she's absolutely amazing and she's always been amazing and was a child actress too. Um, she came out, she's kind of one of the main people that have come out and said, you know, there's been, there were years of abuse, mental and physical. Yeah. Um, and I remember her and I are the same age. And when I was 16 years old, she, that's when she started dating him. And I remember as a 16 year old being like, ew, that's kind of weird. He's creepy. Yeah. Right. And like nobody, I mean, they were out in public and, and dating publicly. And, and I think she was 16 and, and he was probably in his I guess he was in 30s. his 30s, I guess. Well, yeah. And I mean... Which, you, like you said earlier, that's that's not unheard of. Right. And it's not that bizarre. I mean, I, I, I think a 20-year age difference, yeah, it's it doesn't happen all the time. But when it does happen, I mean, whatever. Age is a weird thing. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But I think, obviously, she was a child actress, so she had probably seen a lot and grown Mm -hmm. up really, really fast. Um, But she's still 16 years old and her mind is, you know, she's easy to control, Yeah, yeah. you know? And um, also she's a fucking child actress. So she lives in a world where it's probably not very easy for her to trust people. And he seems like someone that would be very highly manipulative in the way that he would like get you to trust him really quickly tells you all of these amazing things about yes. yourself early on. You're well, a teenager. And that's what's creepy about him because, and I, I want to get into this a little bit later with another case of abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, people use this word groomer, grooming. Grooming, yeah. To describe those kinds of relationships. Now, right. that I think that is a perfectly good use of that term yeah. when we're talking about Marilyn Manson because he psychologically manipulates these girls, right. makes them dependent upon him, yeah. confuses them, puts them on drugs, mm-hmm. you know, puts them in a state of helplessness right. almost yeah, so that he can do what he wants to with them. Right. That's what grooming is. Yeah. It's like, it's also like, you know, an older man getting involved with a kid's parents and becoming like a, a, a household friend. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. (laughs) Perfect example. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, But it has a very spit, but people have started using it to refer to older people flirting with younger people. Like they start, they broaden the the definition of this word to mean like, like if the word is now extended into like something that it doesn't actually. Yeah. Right. Like if an older (laughs) guy is flirting with, a 19 year old girl. Yeah. People will say he's grooming her and it's like, no, he's flirting with her. He's not psychologically manipulating her and turning her into virtually a sex slave. Right. Well, and I think the, the lines can become easily blurred too with like, where do you draw the line? What is flirting and what is creepy and what is, you know, like, yeah. uh, And, I mean, I even guess, creepy isn't grooming, right? Like psychologically manipulative, right? That's where you start getting into grooming, right? 
Like Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Jeffrey Epstein. Right. Probably a big groomer. Or his 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 lady. What was his lady? Ghislaine. Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah. She was a groomer. Right. Right. I yeah. guess I just don't like it. <clears throat> We're going to be talking about, um, what's his name? John Weaver. John Weaver. Here in a bit. Right. Because that's a completely different case. Um, but yeah, Marilyn Manson, sick fuck, we always knew. Yeah. I mean, it. yeah, it's definitely not surprising. What is surprising is that he was never, uh, nobody ever said anything about mm-hmm. it. I mean, I and I guess even as a kid listening to Marilyn Manson and like when people talk about Marilyn Manson, everybody's just like, I love Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Like nobody ever really gets into like the, yeah, but like he's fucking weird. Right. There's something wrong with him (laughs) also. Right. But I, I think he is, he's a very charismatic person. Like I've watched interviews with him where he is, he, he seems like a really, and I'm sure he is. He seems very smart. He's really, yeah. really well spoken, and he obviously the I, I'm, the way that he lures people in. I'm sure is that he he comes across as like this really caring person that's yeah. really like all there. And then I guess I have to kind of go back on what I said earlier because up until all these allegations came out, I I, I was never really into Marilyn Manson. Didn't yeah. listen to his music. But I'd seen like a couple of interviews with him in the 2000s, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I was under the impression that everything was a facade. It was all an act. And in real life, he was just a normal, kind of even boring, boring. person. Yeah. And, and I guess like thinking back on it, yeah, it it did seem in a lot of ways that it was all for show, which I think someone like we were talking about Alice Cooper earlier. Yeah. That is all show. Yeah. Alice Cooper is a Republican that plays golf. <laughs> Literally. Didn't yeah. know that. Oh yeah, he is. Um, and you know, in, in his show, he like, you know, yeah. drinks blood and like busts out of coffins. And yeah. And like throws guillotines. knives at women on yeah. stage. I've seen him play live and it's super fucking fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, the theater of the macabre. Yeah. But I mean, Marilyn Manson definitely does have like a darker thing going on. I mean, obviously he came out a lot later than, I mean, Alice Cooper was seventies and yeah, it was. Yeah. And that, that, that whole early nineties scene, there was a lot of like just open Satanism, yeah. symbolism, occult symbolism, I mean, like and I guess, murder, like fake murders in music videos right. and yeah. body, like that, that body horror stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, another thing for me, and I was kind of thinking about this on the way over here, but and maybe like, maybe I need to like, um, take medication, but I <laughs> like on the way over here, I was thinking like, what rock star like doesn't maybe like get involved in some kind of rape situation or like like are, like, are they all rapists because like that wouldn't surprise me at no. all like i i don't know i and it's like i mean didn't led zeppelin like run a train on a girl with a mud shark 
like a, a, a an aquatic creature i mean probably i'm i mean that's like, you just you hit me with something i was unprepared sorry sorry for. sorry mud but, shark. <laughs> uh, i was like i had to like think about what a mud shark was <laughs> i was like is that a dildo <laughs> <laughs> no it's definitely not an approved sex toy no no you're you mean a real like a like a a living a aquatic living shark yeah. Creature, yeah i mean yeah i think the stories are but i mean I've heard fucked up stories about Elvis. Like Elvis was like doing really weird shit with really young girls. And I like, yeah, I guess it, I don't know. I think it's been a lot of years that things have gone unsaid and unseen and people are just like, Oh, it's fine. And it's, but it, I think it was heavily normalized. Yes, right? it was. It was. So, and- well, it was so heavily normalized that like Evan Rachel Wood being 16 years old with 30 some year old Marilyn Manson. No, it wasn't. Nobody was talking about how it was weird. And, yeah. and me as a 16 year old, I was like, I don't know, it's kind of fucking weird, right? <laughs> like, it's a little weird. Like, that's that female in my, intuition. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But, like, in my own mind, I, I remember thinking, like, he's probably like a very manipulative, scary person. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, and. Well, that's the thing about, like, uh, the boomers, we all like to think of the boomers as, like, or they've branded themselves, excuse me, as, like, the civil rights generation and the. Uh, women's rights generation and it's like no that's actually that's uh, that was actually your parents boomers yeah. y'all were the sexual revolution and the drug generation hey, you guys were just fucked up and <laughs> yeah y'all were just fucked up you literally said we have to break the rules and the more we break the rules the more honorable we are because that means we're making progress and it's like well you know not having orgies was a that was sort of a norm that there was a reason for it because orgies are kind of disgusting and people get hurt yeah not just emotionally but sometimes physically (laughs) you know there's a lot of fluids there's a lot of there's a lot of ways to uh mess those things up tell me more about orgies (laughs) i can't i'm I'm very (laughs) inexperienced in that field but but yeah like so, so that whole you know when you listen to 70s rock and roll the the things they're saying in there are in some of those songs are pretty disgusting yeah we just we don't we don't think about it because it's normal for us now yeah like welcome to the jungle i want to see you bleed i want to watch you bleed like what is he talking i don't know what he's talking i don't know what inspired that song i guess i never knew that's what he was saying yeah it's hard to understand i think he's talking to a girl too so it's like what do you what is the jungle why is she there? And how did you get her there? And why is she bleeding? And why is she bleeding? How about that? <laughs> um, there's a really, not to get totally off track, but there it's is fine. this awesome video that I used to watch pretty much daily on YouTube. If you just put in Axl Rose choking. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I tried to look it up like maybe six months ago and I can't find it now, but there's a video of him performing that song <laughs> but now like uh-huh. maybe like five years ago or something as an and, old man and he is on stage and he starts to choke <laughs> and it's <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's on stage and it's fucking amazing oh. anyway i think it's gone now though i haven't been able to find it and it's really i do love seeing really like virile rock stars suddenly just like age instead age of look like old women. Yes, yes. Uh, they do. No, I know. They don't look like old men. Mm-mm. Like they don't look like my granddad. They look like 
Yeah. Well, I decrepit um, old women. I don't know if this is true, but um, I read it on the internet, so it probably is. Um, but <laughs> apparently, like people that smoke a lot of weed, I, I don't know. I don't know what the thing is. Something chemically can happen to your body where it creates like breasts boobies yeah and so like i think a lot of these old rock stars that were like super stoners like have some kind of like hormone about i don't know if this is true or not i read this i love it i'm not really sure i'm all on board yeah and then they look like i'm never smoking weed again also yeah i you might want to like lock it up yeah but yeah that there's some kind of thing that happens to one's body where you have like saggy tits and then you're (laughs) you're 70 now and you just and you and a lot of them still have long hair. Yes, which they need to. They, and their necks are getting like this, like it looks like a vagina. And so, um, what's his name? Um, the lead singer of the Who. Um, who Roger? Roger Daltrey. Yeah. Yeah. He, respectively, got short hair. He cut off all of his curls. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And he looks like a normal older older gentleman. man. Yeah. So shout out to Roger Daltrey. Um, we've gone off into music, which we, we musicians are prone to do. Yeah. Anyway, all we're saying is Marilyn Manson, fuck that guy. He's a prick. He locks women up in cages and he is also homophobic. Yeah. Transphobic. Is, yeah. Transphobic. Or, which is like, that's pretty he telling. Held a gun. There was a video of a, we think a trans woman who was telling her story of Marilyn Manson holding a gun to her head years ago mm-hmm. and saying, I don't like faggots. Yeah, which is like Which is like, telling. you dress like a faggot, sir. Well, like- You look like a simpering fag. Well, and, and you're like- So you can't be homophobic. Well, but you are- <laughs> You're not allowed to. You're closeted. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe I mean, that's is that it. what's going on? I mean, that's what I would think. Maybe that's Obviously, it. there's some kind of like shame mm-hmm. issue going on there. Because I remember that music video he did where he was like in a a naked bodysuit that had like yeah, it's breasts all I can think of right now. It's like disturbing. A vagine. Yeah, the vagine. Yeah, swing. Like. So like, yeah, no, fuck off, dude. Yeah, I know. It's just never was into him. Definitely not into him now, and he's fat. He's gotten fat, yeah. So, and apparently still uses cocaine, and it's not even working anymore. <laughs> so, if you're not skinny and you're using cocaine, you're doing it wrong. Ooh, yeah. Um, speaking of doing it wrong, last week a big story came out that a man by the name of John Weaver, who was one of the founders of the Lincoln Project, which was a Republican anti-Trump political action committee. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if he's. So I'm not sure if he's a politician or not. But he deals and dabbles in politics. Um, he, he he works for politicians. Maybe he he's works involved somehow. They make they made TV ads discrediting Trump and other Republicans that supported Trump. Okay. Uh, anyway, he was one of the founding members of that organization, and 21 young men came out and said that he had made inappropriate 
comments to them via Twitter, you know, like in their DMs. Okay. Like he was flirting with them. Did he know them? Uh, I, I, several no. Several he, several were people that he that like followed him on Twitter, and he would like write them back. Or some some of them were people that wanted to work for the Lincoln Project, or not not the Lincoln Project, but like um, organizations that he was involved in. See, this is I'm, I have no idea what's the difference between a politician and this guy are. <laughs> I don't know. They're all <laughs> fucking liars and creeps, I think is like the, yeah. yes, yes. But, but basically he started, he was like, essentially he was like flirting with these guys, right? Yes. He was like, like DMing them and hitting on them. Yes. And out of 21 allegations, one of them said that he had actually had a physical sexual encounter with Weaver and that it was consensual and he was not underage. Okay. And from what I understand, none of these kids were underaged when he started <clears throat> making suggestive comments to them. One kid by the name of Cole Trickle Miel, which is not real. Go I'm on. sorry, but you're <laughs> asking for it with a name like that. Um, was he was 14 when Weaver started messaging him, but Weaver wasn't making any, he wasn't flirting with him or making suggestive remarks. And the kid was actually like, oh my God, this old old political dude is reaching out to me. Cool. And then when the kid turned 18, Weaver said, I want to come to Vegas and take you to dinner and drinks and spoil you. Which, if you're not familiar with grinder culture, that is a very common thing for older men to say to younger men. Right. It's they like want to the spoil daddy, them. Daddy thing. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. But, so, so sleazeball. Yeah. Yes. Right. However, somebody described him in this article as, a, as grooming these young men. Mm-hmm. And this is where I have to say, no, this is not a case of grooming. Like, he's not, he's not psychologically manipulating them. He's not befriending their parents. He's, like, straightforward coming out and being like, hi, I'd like to be your daddy. Yes. I'm, I'm, I am flirting with you. Like, very openly. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not m- being manipulative or weird. But yeah. I, I think were, were people saying that he is, was using his position to yes. to manipulate people into into feeling like they had to say yes to come hang out with him or whatever. I think that is that is an insinuation, but again, one of the one of the people actually had sex with him. Yeah. It was consensual. Right. And none of the other people as far as I know, maybe shoes will drop all over the place, but no none else. of the other kids were like Oh, I felt like I really had to send him a picture of my butthole, so I did, because I really wanted that job at the the fucking Lincoln Project or something. Really? Like, no, like they were all like, yeah. I one kid was like, yeah. He told me to post a thirst trap and call the Lincoln Project about a job, and I just said, no, I'm not. I don't. I'm. I'm not interested. Like, kid said, not interested. The kid was like, no, I'm good. Good. And then the guy, and then Weaver just like left it alone. 
As far as I know, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess it's like the my my thing is that so the Lincoln Project comes out and releases this big statement, just saying we absolutely disassociate with this guy. He's a monster. They they call him a predator, a liar, and an abuser. Now, liar. That's a pretty harsh way of describing somebody for being a closeted homosexual, but <laughs> technically that is a lie. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but predator and abuser, no. Like I, right. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that like you think of the word when one thinks of the word predator. I mean, I think of the word predator as a as a pretty scary character, like someone that. Uh, kind of like comes at you in a way and manipulates you and and like you said like like Marilyn Manson or like Michael Jackson or something or like, like, Michael Jackson. like very predatory. Um, I mean, but but I do think there are levels of predator. Like I definitely think that there are like. I mean, but like you said, it's like what's the difference between flirting and being a predator? Like, it's like, where do you, where do you draw the line? Am I like, is a guy a predator because he comes up and asks somebody for their phone number is, or right. It's like, it's like, (laughs) is, you know what I mean? Or like, is is he a predator for, for, yeah. Being like, I want to take you to Vegas and spoil you. And then the kid was like, nah, I'm good. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, (laughs) is he a predator or is he just trying to get a date and get laid? Like that. Right. Like, so, but I guess if he's using if he's using his position of power which like does he have much of a position of power we still aren't like We're not, not, clear, sure. not super clear on that i don't even know but what politicians do anymore much I less these sort no, of adjunct like politically involved people are involved. doing involved yeah so but adjacent. i think if someone is like using their position of power to make someone feel obligated to do something they don't want to do to me that is predatory right like sure. that's um but we still aren't clear it, on if he was <laughs> necessarily doing that even yeah like or was he just I mean like, one one off, guy like, he did say i believe the kid said that he said you know i can help you with career advice or opportunities or whatever and you can help me sensually Okay. But again, the kid didn't take the bait. Yeah, he didn't go for it. But yeah, but like I, to me, yeah, that can kind of be seen as predatory behavior in a way. I mean, I... I just, I also want to, I also want to throw into the mix the fact that he is a closeted homosexual. Because that... You know, when you read when you hear when you read like what he was doing, when, what he was saying to these kids, yeah. it's like, oh god, what a pathetic loser. It's just like sad. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, he's a fucking sixty plus year old closeted gay man who has a married? wife and kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So he's miserable. Yeah, and he's, he's like he's in led a position like a miserable of miserable life. Yeah, he's, he's a just desperate this old, guy, sad man. That that you know, call him a sleaze bag. Kick him off of the Lincoln Project, whatever. But we shouldn't be dragging his name through the mud like this. Well, like, like I mean, it's like, is he a monster? 
I it's, no, it's hard. I can't say I think, no. I can't say yes to that. Right. It's like Marilyn Manson. Yep. Monster. Monstrous. I, I could. Yeah. Monstrous. Held a gun to someone's head. Yeah. Um, apparently, like caged women. <laughs> yes. You know, uh, and they didn't want to be caged. Monster. <laughs> yeah. Monster. Very scary person. I'm sorry, I'm laughing to not keep from crying. Right. Yeah. No. But yeah, like someone that's just sending people dms and being like hey i'd like to take you out and maybe you'd give me a blowjob <laughs> yeah monster no uh i don't know i mean monster if he was saying these things and fucking harassing people and not letting up yeah like yeah, if monster. you and sure. that's another fucking. thing if you if if you like lock somebody in a bathroom stall with you and say these very same things to them, that is fucking predatory as fuck. Right, but if you're across if you're, the country from someone and yes. you send them a DM and you and then they tell block them you. That, are you a monster or are you just kind of a sad old weirdo that like is miserable and wants um, some kind of companionship yeah. that you don't feel like you're getting? Yeah, I mean... It's, it's I actually all... looked up even Kevin Spacey. So like I we heard about that one big allegation where the <clears throat> that other actor was <clears throat> like 14 and he like carried the kid or whatever. No, he went the kid they went he was at like a party at Kevin Spacey's place and he was the last person there and Kevin Spacey like jumped on him and tried to make out with him and he was like no. But also ew. Like, yeah, gross. Just, like I wish that I didn't have it in my mind. Like, he's just, he is. Yeah. Ugh. But, and so, like, I read, like, a bunch, there were tons of allegations of abuse and predatory behavior by Kevin Spacey. And some of them, like, that one, that was, like, yeah, that's, that's gross. Yeah. But some of them were, like, he touched my leg when we were sitting next to each other. And it's, like, well, I mean, that's, a, that's flirtatious. So that's, I don't, uh, yeah, that's, it's, yeah, the, it's, it's all become very (laughs) skewed. Everything's very blurred. And it's like, I, I think also another thing to talk about is I think everybody has different levels of like what affects them and what traumatizes them. Yes. Like, uh, some people are more. I, I, I don't know, sensitive, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it, I, and I was saying this to you earlier where it was like, I can't say what traumatizes you and you can't say what traumatizes me. We just don't know. Everybody's yeah. different. And so maybe someone touching your leg, if if you've been in situations before where a touch to a leg led to something else that was really <clears throat> scary to you, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe a touch to a leg is something that's like, really terrifying to you yeah you know which is why you want to verbally instigate flirtation in order to get consent right but but see but even there so like i and i was also saying this to you earlier where i was like am i a predator like where, <laughs> like daily i have to like ask myself these questions like because haven't we all done things that like for instance, like I, I touch people all the time. Like I'm, I'm a touchy person. Yeah, yeah. So like if someone's sitting next to me or whatever, and I'm like talking to them, I'll like touch somebody on their arm. I will occasionally like touch someone on their leg and be like, Oh my God, you know? And to some people that may be, they may not fucking want me to touch them. And I just do because I'm an oblivious 
person <laughs> that is now maybe considered a fucking predator. So now I'm like, literally, I'm like checking myself now. I'm like, okay, I've never like put anybody in a cage, but but I've, never, but I've definitely like definitely touched, touched them without asking them. Like, I don't know. So now I, I am, I guess maybe I am more conscious now about that type of thing because mm. I don't want anybody to take anything in the wrong way and I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable. But it's like, also, I think that we are humans that like humans, I feel like we're, we're, we're gregarious, we're touchy, we're social and we, and we need connection and we need intimate connection, Yeah, not, not intimacy in the sense of like, we need to fuck everything, not, (laughs) and some people do, but, but yeah, we need, but intimate connections with other people. Yeah, So like even like a touch to me when you're having a conversation with someone, a lot of times that in my mind, I'm like letting someone know that I, I care, Mm -hmm. like I give a shit and I'm like involved in this conversation and I'm invested and, and present. Yeah. So any good nurse will tell you that that human touch is very important. Right in the healing like treatment process right? because patients are scared. Sometimes they feel alone. Yeah. They're, they're suffering. They're in pain. Right. So I, we're, I'm obviously not comparing no, I, nurses I know, touching no, I their patients to uh, Kevin I, Spacey grabbing other boys in the crotch. No, but. Right. And I, I get that, <laughs> but it's like, I, I think sometimes people think they're doing things for a certain reason and other people take it a different way because we're all different and we all have different uh-huh. experiences. So we're like projecting whatever it is that our experience is. And I, I don't necessarily always think that it's meant to be like, I, I don't know. And maybe with Kevin Spacey, it is sexual every time. Like <laughs> I can honestly say that like when you know, for me, it's not, mm-hmm. um, but, well, but we're like, there's, there's all of these, I feel like there's so many rules and regulations now that it's, it's hard to know what, what's right and what's wrong. And it's also, I think that a lot of people are, and maybe it's good. Maybe we should all be questioning ourselves. Maybe we should all be questioning our boundaries and all of those things. But I think that sometimes like we are losing intimate connection with other people because maybe sometimes we are taking this too far. Mm-hmm. Like where it not where everything me, like has the, to be so not everything has to be scary. Yeah. And, and if, and this it, whole, there's a victimhood mentality that is just, it's, it's not, I wouldn't call it a mentality. It's a tendency to yeah. feel that you're being victimized. Right. And it's, you know, there are certain cases, plenty of them, where people are being victimized, yeah. But you—it seems like people are trying to seeking victimhood everywhere these days. Yeah. Like, um, and they're using it. It's almost always for political gain or clout chasing. Yeah. Like not necessarily political, but like the. I, and it's hard, you know. It, this is where you get into like the victim blaming territory. Right. But I don't think that all of the people standing up and quote unquote telling their story these days are victims. They perceive themselves as victims and they try to use that victimhood status to 
uh, what somebody described it as crowdsourcing their uh, trauma. Yeah. As, so, as though you're like trying to get like everybody on Twitter to take on a piece of your trauma for you and sort of absolve it that way, which doesn't work. Right. You're, you're still, you still have to deal with the trauma. Right. Well, you know, this actually, <coughs> this reminds me actually, what we're talking about right now reminds me of like, remember when Aziz Ansari, uh-huh. that girl came out and like said, had these like allegations against Aziz Ansari and said that he, like, it was basically like a me too situation. Yeah. Um, and then when you read, like, I read her account of what happened and it was a bad date. It was literally a she bad date. She went on a fucking bad date. Yeah. And, um, it sounds like they had some like very awkward moments. Yeah. Where. But none, but none not, where he was like being predatory. N- no, I don't No, rapey. I think it's just a fucking awkward dude that yeah. was like trying to get laid and okay, whatever. And I, like, probably really liked her. Maybe or not or whatever. Not, whatever. I mean, it was just a fucking weird date. And I think we've all been on weird dates that are uncomfortable. Yeah. And so I guess that's the thing. It's like trauma, like the word trauma is like, everything's very broad and vague right now. So mm-hmm. it's like trauma in the sense of like, you were locked in a cage for days and like told when you were allowed to eat and to, like, that's fucking, that's trauma that I don't know. Like I yeah. like, and I thank God, you know, like what the fuck that's, that's fucking trauma. But also I, I mean, I've gone to therapy for years and my therapist one time, uh, we were doing this thing called EMDR therapy where it's like this light therapy that helps you work through. It's, it's a, interesting way of working through trauma and it, uh-huh. it's helped me some, but, um, she wanted me to work through trauma and I asked her, what do you consider trauma? And she's like, trauma is whatever traumatized you. She yeah. said, so it could be something that, that affected you. She's like, you could have been yelled at by a teacher in third grade. Yeah. It traumatized you. It has stuck with you. You've never let go of it. It's something that's, that still to this day affects you in relationships with people. Yeah. It like you think about it sometimes and it and or even you don't think about it, but it, it it definitely affects how you function as an adult still to this day. So just it's a some, scar. Right. That, it's, it's like a it's like a wound. Yeah. yeah that, that can get reopened. Right. Yeah. So even something as seemingly small as a teacher scolding you in third grade in front of the class and embarrassing you, trauma. <laughs> Which happened to me all the time. Right, exactly. So trauma is is just, I It's I subjective. Think, yeah, and, and it's hard to like say what's traumatic and what isn't because everybody has a different version of what the fuck has traumatized them. But I think, I, I don't know, I, I think like, blaming others for trauma and and it's like people that didn't know they I, I don't know like I it's hard for me to believe that Marilyn Manson didn't know he I think part of the reason he gets off is because he knew he was traumatizing someone yeah yeah, yeah. and then there's someone like it's the same m- as like animal abusers right like they know they're hurting the creature and right. that's why presumably they do it right because they know. Right. 
And I think Harvey Weinstein, I think it's the same thing. I think that he fucking knew he was fucking abusive. And I think he- You don't just think he was ugly and had to resort to- No, I think he, I think he like got off on control and power. Like, I think he got off on it. And I think he did know that he was traumatizing people. Like I, I do. Um, I, I don't know that Weaver- Knew no. he was traumatizing people. I don't think, I, I think I, no like one, no one that's come out that. and accused him of this has said they were traumatized. Right. They were like, oh, it was kind of creepy. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I, so I don't know. I don't know how you like. There, I just feel like there's there's so much blame and there's so much like, uh, and we're just we're in this really weird place right now with figuring all of this like bringing all of this like shadowy shit to the surface where yeah. I think like collectively we're doing humans, it on social media. Yeah. And I don't, I honestly don't think most of that is healthy. I think there's a certain, well, I, cause I think a lot of us can get swayed with each other in yes, a direction yes. that is like <clears throat> way too far this way. And then we go way too like far this way. Like you're starting to experience someone else's trauma as your own or like a collective trauma. Yeah. Like, like I said, crowdsourcing your trauma. Right. You're, you're t- people are taking that on for you and they're feeling trauma where there is none. Right. And it's the same with like psychiatry has become like very popular and uh, like well-known like people know different psychological techniques yeah. and they're psychoanalyzing themselves. Right. And people are, um, one person on Twitter, I think was saying like their therapist had to stop them at, during a session and say like, Hey, trauma is real, but you don't need to tr- like turn everyday ordinary events that happen to everybody into traumatic events or, um, yeah, or neuroses or something like, right. Sometimes people are just sad. It doesn't mean you're depressed. Sometimes people are anxious. It doesn't mean you're manic. Like it's human. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of human emotions, right? It's like living your life and being a human and, and right. Yeah. Just yeah, we all, we all experience these things and it doesn't, right. You don't don't have to put yourself in a box. Yeah. Yeah. To be hurt by an ex doesn't mean that that ex traumatized you. It may have been traumatic for you, but that doesn't mean that they did something wrong. You know? Right. Like, if yeah. they did, like in Marilyn Manson's case, um, Dita Von Teese, who is a burlesque dancer that was married to him, yeah. came out, I think today or yesterday, and said, look, I support all these women who are telling their story. Uh, those stories do not reflect in any way my relationship with Marilyn Manson. Right. She didn't say whether he didn't do that stuff to her or whether she Wasn't. liked that stuff and was consenting to it with him. Right. Because a lot of the stuff he did is run-of-the-mill BDSM right. that consenting couples engage in yeah. for whatever fucking reason. <laughs> but, but so, yeah. yeah. So close. for her, it wasn't traumatic. Right. And... But even like, I don't know, people, I remember there was this girl that got onto Ed Sheeran and accused him of having toxic masculinity in an article in Rolling Stone because of the song. Yes, Ed Sheeran. Acoustic guitar player. (laughs) With red hair, with pasty white skin. He's British. Come on. Um, Yeah, come on. 
but yeah, she she accused him of embodying toxic masculinity, presumably because he wrote songs about his ex-girlfriends. Now, I'm sorry, but that is a perfectly normal thing that musicians have done since the beginning of music. <laughs> or at least since people started being expressive with music. Right. Like, you don't... Right. You, and he's not, like, I don't, I don't recall an Ed Sheeran song that said, like, my ex-girlfriend's a fucking dumb cunt. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, like, I feel like, I, like, I'm pretty sure he words it in a way that's pretty poetic and, like, yeah, he's a songwriter. he's a songwriter. Right. He's not, he's like, not like, he's not like, if I could go back in time, I would have beat that girl while I was with her. Yeah. No. He's not like, Brittany, you dumb fucking whore. Also, <laughs> here's her last name. Find her on Facebook. You know? Yeah. Dox. Like, I'm going to start doxing my exes and all my songs. <laughs> <laughs> like full name, mm -hmm. social security number. <laughs> it's like very literal. Like, yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. I just think it's getting. I don't want to say it's getting out of hand. I want to say that finding trauma or accusing people of predatory behavior or whatever, you know, pathologizing like, things that aren't necessarily pathological. Like you're looking for it at all times. And, uh -huh. Well, and I, I think, I think we also have become super paranoid. Like I think, Absolutely. I think there is a collective paranoia occurring. It's high. Yeah. And, um, I, another thing that I think we all need to get better at doing. And I, I definitely, I've gotten better at this in my thirties. I was really, really bad at this in my twenties. Um, because I was raised to be a people pleaser. Like I think many women and many people just in general, Yeah, yeah. but I've gotten pretty good at telling people to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Really? Like, um, there's not a lot of times when I, when I tell someone to fuck off that they don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and yeah. I'm not saying literally tell people to fuck off because I don't think I've ever done that. But if someone is making me uncomfortable. You make it clear to them that they need to go away. Generally now, I will say that I still have trouble with it. It is still really hard for me to say no. Sure. It's sure. still really hard for me to um, like get people to back off. But I have gotten way better at it than I was five years ago. Yeah. You know, and I, I think we all do need to get better at having boundaries and protecting ourselves from situations that make us uncomfortable because they're like, I'll be at work and someone will come up and, and make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, just, just by talking to me, like, and, and it's not, <laughs> it's not even, you know, they're, they're not trying to be scary yeah they're just they're, they're just coming up to me and talking to me and, and and it's and i'll just i'll if i don't want to speak to them i'll say excuse me i'm i'm on my way i'm walking to the restroom or yeah. excuse me i'm i'm actually going toward the kitchen or and you know whatever this is something that like i when me too first kicked off like i was like okay cool like take take down these powerful people that are you know abusing women but it when it started getting into like really like sort of menial workplace interactions. Yeah. I was like, I thought my whole impression has been that like the point of feminism is to get women equal access to job opportunities and give them the empowerment to say, you know, if a guy is trying to be sexist or, you know, overtly sexual to them in the workplace that they can go fuck off, dude. Right. And not and and 
and make that common. Yeah. Like make that normal. Well, and I because I think, men are horny dicks. Right. And and I I think that like I think that's not going to change. Well, I, I but I think it is changing out of like fear, like well, of, okay, of yeah. being attacked or whatever. It's not changing. They're repressing it. Right. But I do think there, I think there is a like meet me in the middle place for yes. both, for both sides of the spectrum. Like I think, I think women can start. And, and I think that maybe it had to go this far. Maybe it had to go to like an extreme place for women to start getting comfortable with being like, no, I'm good. No, yeah, thank you. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, in, in a way that's not well, like a screaming and, and freaking out over it, but just being like, no. Yeah. And, and maybe the, on the other spectrum, there are certain particular men that have to come to this understanding that like, oh, I can't just walk up to a, a woman and say any fucking thing I want. Yes, absolutely. You know, so I, I think there's a meet me in the middle place and maybe it had to go to this extreme place for us to, to start, start getting closer back. toward, yeah. okay, it doesn't have to be so extreme. We can, we can say no. And if someone doesn't fucking respect you for it, I don't know. I've, I mean, I fucking carry pepper spray. All the time. <laughs> so you know, I'm like, so dude, come at me, you bitch. Wanna, and I fucking wish a motherfucker would. I, I do. I every night when I leave work, I pray that someone will attack me <laughs> so, <laughs> so I can, can use that shit. I'm kidding. I, well, I uh, no, she does. Um, the an interesting thing that uh, Jordan Peterson brought up was that women and men have only been working together in the workplace for like the past sixty years. So there's yeah. still like, there's still a lot, a lot to work out. A lot to be learned. Yeah. 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 So I don't, Yeah. we don't, I, we, we can't expect it to change overnight, but keep on making progress and don't let, like without turning it into a war between the sexes. Right. Which yeah. is practically what it's become. Right. But I, I think I think we're gonna I, I don't know. I, I feel that we are going to come to some kind of like middle ground place where everybody has like a better understanding of each other and boundaries and Yeah. I, I really I mainly I think there is obviously many of us have super weak boundaries, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean and it, and it's it's hard. It I is do. it's hard to it's hard to learn. It's a hard thing to learn, especially when many of us I mean, I definitely grew up in a family where everybody has super weak boundaries and everybody just, you know, and I think you just go forward with that in life. And then you're like, wait, what? I have to like take care of myself and, and protect myself. And, and it's, it's fucking hard when you're, yeah. when you don't, you're not skilled in creating boundaries. You weren't taught that, which I don't know. I, I think that that's important to teach kids yeah. How to how to have boundaries and how to say no. Um, how to Yeah. Without Yeah. Just how to say no. Um Levi was telling me, Levi is my boyfriend. He was telling me that Doxed. Doxed. Yes. Should I say his last name? Um <laughs> he told me that in third grade, uh, there was a kid in his class that the teacher said, you know, Timmy, can you read from the book or whatever? And the kid said, no. And Levi said his head exploded, basically. He was like, he said he wow. never had understood. He, he said he'd never. Seen under, a kid. 
say no. Put up, yeah, to a, yeah. To a teacher. Yeah, and he and so Levi said from then on, his and he's the fucking best. I, I it makes me like angry at him <laughs> because he's so fucking good. He like. We, we can go out and somebody will come up to Levi and he will literally turn to the person and say, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> and it's fucking amazing. And I'm like, oh my God, I wish I could fucking do that. I, I, it's very, very hard for me to do that. It's so hard for me to do that. It makes me physically sick. Yeah. Like, um, boundaries. Um, yeah. But, but I, I have gotten better at it. I think that he's taught me to get better at it. I think it's something that we all need to fucking learn. And obviously if you're in a situation where you're in a room with fucking Harvey Weinstein and he's chasing you around his desk and you're fucking screaming, no, yeah, like di very different situation. I'm not talking about that. I guess I'm talking about little daily situations where we all yeah. have no fucking boundaries. And then maybe if we get better at like smaller boundary creating, maybe we'll get better at creating boundaries with serial rapists. <laughs> is that what or I'm just, trying to say? Or just you you avoid coming into contact with those you, people you've because seen, you're you, like red flag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you right. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Because you're you care about yourself and your well being, and you know that you can see a crazy person coming from a fucking mile away. I can. It's yeah. only because I've been with several. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Levi's not one of them. You live, you learn. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I know. You better wise up, Janet Weiss. Right. In the words of Dr. Frankenfurter. I like it. Um, well, now that we've established some boundaries, do you want to try to explain QAnon to one another? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is going to be so good. Yeah, let's very quickly do it. Yeah, let's very... Because we're hungry. Let's, um, we're so hungry. And But the reason we're doing this is because a... A, a sitting congresswoman in the House of Representatives has expressed her beliefs in QAnon, um, particularly a Jewish space laser that started the California wildfires. Um, I'm not sure how this fits into QAnon because QAnon is about pizza and pedophiles. But that's what I thought it was about. But apparently, it, apparently, QAnon has become this just like they somebody described it as a bit the big tent for conspiracy theories because it will just like let any theory in. It just eats up every theory, and it's like, yep, yeah. and just latches onto that. Yeah. So yeah. I I actually think um, for like shits and giggles, I follow a few people on Instagram that now that you're telling me this, I think maybe they're QAnon. Oh no. Yeah, and I, I, they're super fun to follow because they t talk crazy shit. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I guess I thought QAnon was, like, uh, talking about the elite, like, fucking kids and stuff, right? Yes, <laughs> like it's, it's of, an... Uh, <laughs> which is, like, not... It's an not which actually is true, and we I mean, all know it. That's the thing. Like, so it's an elite pedophile ring... That is that apparently worships Satan and drinks the blood of children in order to get life extending juices out of their blood. This is what QAnon believers believe. Okay. Uh, oh, I, I guess I didn't. I I guess I kind of knew the satanic ritual part of it. 
Yeah, and it came off of like Pizzagate, which was a few years ago. Which, but that was before QAnon, but it like sort of turned into grew QAnon. into QAnon. What does QAnon mean? QAnon. <laughs> um, so. so Q, I think the Q comes from the poster that was originally posting as Q said he had Q-level security clearance, which is like a high level of security clearance in the government. So he sees all of these things that we can't see. He like works for the CIA or something? Sure. Yeah. Okay. And then Anon is just anonymous poster. Okay. Oh, all right. Got it. So Quanon. Right. Just like I am an anonymous person that is giving information, letting you all know that you're being like lied to and brainwashed. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. And I, I, it was funny because the first time I ever saw, it took me a while seeing QAnon, like the word written to realize that it meant QAnon because it looks like it's like the name of some indigenous tribe somewhere. Like it's, like it's Q-A-N-O-N. <laughs> yeah. You're like, and it, there's not a dash or anything. So it's like, yeah. Quanon. Quanon? <laughs> Who are these people? What, what, what kind of cuisine do they have? I'd like to try it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the pizza, so my understanding of the Pizzagate thing, people just say Pizzagate, everybody just suddenly started believing that there was a pedophile ring in a pizza parlor in Washington, D.C. Okay, yeah. The reason, from my understanding, is that there were a bunch of, like, Democrats and p Republican, like, political operatives who were ordering what they were saying, like, they were ordering pizzas, mm -hmm. but then they were spending, like, Twenty, thirty thousand dollars. Right, and and the idea is that they were actually buying children. Yes, yeah. yeah. That was the that's the that's the pizza association. Right. It has nothing to do with Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone, <laughs> which was what I, I when I heard pizza and pedophiles, I was like, oh yeah, Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. Right. Um. <laughs> but no. But no. But what 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 you can say, and I mean, there's lots of evidence and a documentary and and all kinds of. Uh, also, they killed him. Um, Epstein, that was real. That, that was really real. did happen. And that was a pedophile ring. And that. And we still haven't investigated it, as right, to like my we're knowledge. Still, we're anyway. still waiting on all of that to come down. And I'm not. And obviously, the whole pizza thing, like, whatever. I, I don't, don't know if that's real or if that has anything to do with anything, but like there absolutely was a sex trafficking pedophile ring going on with elite people. And involved. Not, we don't know if they were involved in the children, but we know that they were involved with the man Epstein, who was who had procuring these where children. He would, yeah. And they would all go. So we know that. So yeah. that is not actually a conspiracy theory anymore. That's that's it's literally a conspiracy. True. It really happened. It's something something is was going on that we don't know about. Right. Right. And it's, it's right. I don't know. I guess like right now the Democrats are making this big push to like identify the Republican Party with this one QAnon believing uh, Congresswoman. Okay. And like painting all Republicans as QAnon people. Right. So they're they're just saying that like every Republican is this like dangerous, crazy person that believes yes. lies. Yes. Right. And, right. and it's like, first of all, that's not true. Second of all, if you, if you insinuate that there's a pedophile problem in our elite class, which anyone has good reason to believe 
because of the Epstein thing and other things too. But like now you're a conspiracy theorist who believes that pizza's involved and Jews have lasers. Like, I like that one. <laughs> the the laser, Jew laser. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be. That's like a very. That like, would be I a big like plot twist. It's like an Austin Powers <laughs> scene, you know, like a villainous Jewish <laughs> Doctor Evil that has a laser. Yeah. Doctor like, Evil Goldstein. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm into that. Yeah. Like I can get on board. And that's another thing. Like earlier I was saying, like, sometimes I question if I'm a predator. Now I'm questioning if I'm QAnon. <laughs> I might fucking be. I really don't know. I don't I, I, I don't think the <laughs> the blood drinking real I don't I don't know. It's all it's all just weird and Yeah, dumb. that part of it. The the like well, I, I think a lot of the QAnon stuff, so these like I follow a few people on Instagram that apparently there are these QAnon people from what I'm hearing you say, I didn't know they were, but I just think that they're super fun and wild. Uh, it's wild QAnon. It's fucking wild QAnon motherfuckers. But I mean, that that shaman dude looked like he actually he probably isn't a good time. He probably talks about QAnon all the time, which sounds boring. Yeah, right. Exactly. No, but but these people post um, like a lot of the conspiracy theory stuff. It's mostly the satanic ritual shit. Uh huh. <laughs> That they get into and that they're like, like children are murdered. The elites drink the blood of the children, blah, blah, blah. Like that type of shit. I mean, not fully what you were, not, yeah, not yeah. exactly what you were saying, but like in the vein of that. Yeah, um, yeah. And then they. Uh, yeah. I just don't know where they make, I don't know how they make these leaps. Oh, uh, what I was going to say is, yeah, it's, it's all very, there's, they seem super religious. Like they seem uh-huh. like very Christian and that they're like, there's a lot of, um, they like, they'll spout a Bible verse along with oh, like, God. uh, you know, yeah, well it is like the articles I've read about it, describe it as a, ver- as a cult, like a religious okay. cult, because it is, it has these, uh, apocalyptic visions like the, um, the storm is coming they thought that Donald Trump was going to round up all these pedophiles and put them into Guantanamo Bay or something. And that was supposed to be the storm. Right. They, and there, there's a lot of, and then after that, like, it was like utopia. Right. Nice. Yeah. There's, there's <laughs> a lot of talk about like revelations and stuff, like uh-huh. the book in the Bible that like end times stuff. Um, so that's a piece of it. That's the part of it for me where I'm just like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is nuts. Because uh, to me, I, I don't know how that all relates to They can pretty much make that relate to anything that's going on currently. Really, they can. Yeah. Conspiracy um, theorists have no scruples. Yeah. They have yeah. no, there's no logic. There's just, no. oh, well, and guess what? Right. No, my, my grandmother has been talking about Revelations since the day I was born. Like, for so for 33 years, I've heard that Revelations is happening right now for 33 years. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? And she, Well, you know, like, 33 years it... is just a blink of an eye in God's terms. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she, she, can, she can relate anything to that. So, I, my grandmother's QAnon. I didn't even know it. Oh. Fucking. Damn. Yeah. This is, this is wild. A lot of. A lot of um, they're popping up everywhere. They're popping up everywhere. Yeah. 
Well, I, I think I think we figured it out mostly. Yeah, I think we've got it. Uh, we we now know that we're surrounded by uh, virtuous patriots who uh, wished only to rid the world of pedophiles. Because you know, once we rid the world of pedophiles, all of the world's problems will completely disappear. Because pedophilia is the source <laughs> of all of the world's problems. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Are you hungry? God, I'm fucking hungry. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Um, thank you all for listening uh, to us Bitch use our <laughs> feeble brains to explain this <laughs> conspiracy my, my theory. My brain literally hurts right now. Yeah, like, it's... I'm actually, I feel lightheaded <laughs> due to hunger and also just, like, overworking my mind. Yeah. In so ways let's, that it's not I'll used leave, to. I'll leave the conspiracy theories to... You and on. My friends on... Facebook and Instagram <laughs> and Twitter and Twitter mostly Twitter yeah all right well y'all um give us a like give us a, a subscribe uh if you're listening to this whole episode I should have done this up at the top but we're gonna start uh paywalling half of these episodes so if you want to hear the full episodes you'll need to become a subscriber on Patreon go to patreon.com slash near dark radio that's how easy it is, even though it sounds really hard right now, and you're probably not going to do it. It's really easy. Uh, but there will be no boobs. No boobs. This is not OnlyFans. No. Just good, hard-hitting political commentary from uh, people that people that have no idea what they're talking about. about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're nailing it. Yes. All right. Okay. Signing off. We Bye. need to have. We need to make a sign off. <laughs> That's it. We need to make a sign off. Just say that. Every-